The Burton Continuum is a production of Dirty Mo Media. Some language may not be suitable for younger audiences. Remember what happened on April 24th and April 25th, 2021? Nothing rings a bell? Well, it was a monumental weekend for the Burton Racing legacy. Talladega Super Speedway is known for producing big moments that can define careers. And it did just that for both Burton cousins. But what if I told you this weekend would only kickstart the drama? Of what was about to happen. I'm Alex Timms, and this is the season finale of the Burton Continuum. April 24th, 2021, Talladega, Alabama. Forty Xfinity Series cars are roaring and ready to go race. Harrison Burton starts third, while Jeb Burton starts ninth. But soon they'll find each other, because that's what they always do. And that's what racing at Talladega provides. Non-stop action, the potential for chaos, and intensity. It gets my heart racing. It gets me excited even talking about it. This race, going into this one, I knew I was going to be in position. I was like, this one, I'm not losing. Here we go from Alabama. When you go to a super speedway track, it's like thinking about every little thing about everyone else. You don't really think about what you're doing. It's a family affair at the front right now. You got Harrison Burton leading and down in that bottom lane. I can run top five, no problem. But to win, you have to be more aggressive. Jeff Burton quickest off. Jeff Burton pacing things on the inside Jeff Burton feels like this place owes it one. Jeff Burton second here a season ago, then driving for Junior Motorsports and pacing the field. The last time I got the lead, I passed Harrison. He went to the top thinking that was better, and I just cleared him. And when I did that, I told myself, nobody's passed me right now. I was done. <laughs> Racing with Jeb is always kind of strange because 
you root for him and want him to do well, but it's a selfish sport, and I want me to do well too. So Jet Burton noses back out front down low. With 35 laps to go, Jeb is leading. Right behind him is cousin Harrison. A rain cell has popped up a few miles away from the track. And Jeb is blocking each lane like it's the last lap. Because it very well could be. I made a late block, I think the lap before the caution came out. And I got lucky to hold on to it. I about crashed. Brett Griffin coaches our race leader, Jeb Burton. 29. I was like, this is my time to control the lanes. I might lose the lead here, but it's 30 to go. I need to learn what to do here big time. When you're controlling the lanes like that, you are looking in your mirror, you're listening to your spotter. And Brett Griffin's a badass spotter. Being a spotter at a plate track is hands down the most favorite job I've ever had in my life. You're watching a 200 mile per hour chess match and you're getting to tell the person playing chess what you think they should do. Yeah, it's getting intense here, guys, for sure. Big moves, big blocks. I knew I was still clear, but I knew it might not be good, but I had to do it to win the race. We've got trouble. We have pretty good size. Brandon Jones among them involved. Michael Annette. Just minutes after that crash, the skies opened up, and the rain came pouring down. And when the caution came out, the leader was Jeb Burke. But, uh, we'll say, yeah, they're rooting for the rain, that's for sure. Obviously, if you're in a tank car, all you want is it to pour right now. You know, look, I lost two races at Darlington because of rain. So I haven't got a good experience with rain. If I'm Jeff Burton, I'm out there screaming, it's raining sideways, it's tents are blowing away. We, we can't, we can't resume. I walked upstairs to ask Tabitha what she thought, and she chewed my head out for bringing it up because I was going to jinx it. It's a moment where every Burton knew they had to glue themselves to a TV. Jeb's uncle Brian was attending a funeral service and told me as the laps winded down, something just felt different about this race. I told my son, I said, look, we had one vehicle. I said, drive me home. I said, I don't know what it is, but one of these two boys are going to win. Actually, left my phone with my wife because she left her phone at the house and my son left his phone at the house. So then I get on my landline, which I'm sure I'm only a few that has a landline. I said, y'all have got to get over here. So I'm telling you, he's gonna win this thing. Let's listen to the tent here. Rain, 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 rain. <laughs> it takes my track to 60. <laughs> they pulled into the carport. Right when they turned the corner, they said, y'all gotta start dancing. <laughs> They said, for what? You gotta do the rain dance. They are gonna bring them down pit road here. Back at the track, Brandy Burton is in a suite with Kim and Jeff, waiting. So I typically don't watch races with Kim. So I had gone up on top of the grandstands, I was way up, and I saw the weather coming from behind me, and I'm like, it's time to get the hell out of here. And I knew the minute it started sprinkling, I'm like, it's over. Like, there's no, I mean, I've done this long enough to know that they ain't going back green. Jeff comes back in the suite. He said, Brandy, it's done. He's won. 
Randy, it's over. Jeb's going to win this race, and she's like, no, don't say that. You know what I mean? Don't jinx it. Just because I know mine and Jeb's luck isn't always the best, so I didn't want to believe anybody until I actually heard it and saw him spinning out. But I knew when I was taking stuff off, so I was like, we won. And we just received word because there is no sunshine and we have lost the entire track. Jeb Burton, first career win, comes at Talladega Super Speedway. For the first time in his Xfinity Series career, Jeb, what are the emotions like right now, man? Man, I'm trying not to cry. I was so excited to talk to my friends and family after that, just because um, it's been so tough to get to that point. And his mom FaceTimed me. We were both bawling, crying together. She's screaming. I think she's still screaming at, at me. We all were genuinely happy that Jeb won. If you're going to lose anybody, you know, might as well be your own family, I guess, right? It's been almost eight years since Jeb won a race in NASCAR. And even though it was pouring rain and the track was soaked, Jeb didn't pass up the opportunity to try burning the place down. Minus the smoke, of course. And today, the checkers to Jeb Burton. What an awesome scene. <laughs> that kind of sucked, to be honest, because I wanted the smoke show and all that, but I about bust my butt. Oh. In my mind, I was just thinking about it so much, and I just wanted to get away from everybody. You look so solemn at first. <laughs> I didn't want to get out right then, because I didn't know what to say. I just wanted to get away and let me go have my moment right around the track for a minute. Let me think about what the hell just went on here. It's sinking in now. You can see it in his face. I tweeted at Jeb after he won Talladega. Like, he was up on the big screen, and I looked up at Jeb, and he's dang crying, driving his car in the rain, and he's doing the burnouts in the rain. I'm like, man, that's pretty cool. And I tweeted like, hey, don't try and act like you didn't cry, because I saw you on the big screen crying. All four burdens have won in Bush Xfinity, whatever you want to call it. Nobody else has done that, I don't think. April 24th, 2021 is a day Jeb Burton will never forget. Harrison, on the other hand, is preparing for what could be the biggest moment in his career. I got to my hotel, I went and ran on the treadmill again, and that time I was pressing the speed up higher and the incline up higher. And man, I was all jacked up thinking about going cup racing the next day. My girlfriend was <laughs> in the in the weight room and yeah, I was looking at her like, you think any other cup drivers are running right now? She's like, probably not. You're kind of being nuts. April 25th, 2021. Talladega, Alabama. Just one day after Jeb Burton won the Xfinity Series race, Harrison Burton will be making his Cup Series debut in the 96 car, becoming the fourth member of the Burton family to race at the Cup level. Joining his father, Jeff, Uncle Ward, 
and cousin Jeb, who ran full-time for BK Racing in 2015. You know, the national anthem plays, and we're lucky enough to have a pretty good crowd, and I've never been in a cup race, so the cup crowds are different, and they're screaming, and the jet flies over, and that was a pretty dang emotional, cool moment. Can't explain the feeling. It was excitement. It was like, you know, when you can't control but smile. I was wearing a mask and so no one saw it, so that was good. Yeah, I'm not a very emotional guy normally, but, you know, feeling that, you know, energy from the crowd and the national anthem playing and then strapping into a cup car was pretty cool. I kept thinking back about all those times I was telling you about with my dad, him pushing me hard and asking me if I wanted to quit or not. And everyone says that they think about that, but I'm convinced that most of the time people don't really think about that stuff in the moment because I know I don't most of the time. But in that time, I really did. I really did kind of reflect on it, and that was cool. Daytona and Talladega make me nervous. It's hard watching it. Kill and I have seen some things that aren't pleasant. Do our best to separate those, but it's hard. It's harder at those tracks. I feel for parents and wives and kids, and I remember Harrison. Harrison Page telling me that, that crazy world. They'd be at an MRO playing, cars are going, and all of a sudden they get quiet. It's caution. They'd all run to the TV to see whose dad got in the wreck. <laughs> what the hell, right? And like, that's the world they lived in. So, fast forward, you know, however many years, and now here Kelman and I are watching, <laughs> waiting for the caution to see who's in the wreck. Harrison Burton in the Gaunt Brothers number 96 is driving in his very first NASCAR Cup race. Everyone is smart. Everyone's fast. Everyone's aggressive. It's like death row, man. You go down there, everyone's a killer. I've been wanting to expose him to that cup intensity. I want him to get a wound open a little bit to see. He knows how hard Xfinity is. I want to show him how much harder that is. And that's how they'll start. Green flag at Talladega. It was honestly harder for me to get focused than any other race. And it was really hard because everything was new. Now, when you're in a hurry, you can make mistakes. Harrison Burton's fueler did not get the cam disconnected, and he dragged it down the length of pit road. Harrison's race was quiet and patient. But there's a moment halfway through the race where Harrison's innocence and enthusiasm really showed. Racing the race, there was a cool moment where I think I was in line. I think it was Christopher Bell behind me, and Kyle Busch in front of me, and Truex in front of him, or something like that. And we were passing some pretty cool guys like Harvick was on the inside and we went by him and I was like that was pretty neat. I told you earlier where I don't really look around and think about what's going on but that was one time when I was like that was pretty cool like you know we're digging and doing it. The 96 of Harrison Burton in his cup debut running ninth. With just a handful of laps to go Harrison is running inside the top 10 when a caution comes out and on the ensuing restart he learned what can happen to rookies real quick. 
I mean, honestly, like he's sitting there in position to win Talladega. Like that sounds crazy, but he was. Harrison Burton and his cup debut 10. Mindset was to learn early and then be aggressive late. And I tried to be a little too aggressive and just got a shuffle. You can certainly see what happens if you jump out of line too quick. Harrison Burton went straight to the bottom, or to the back. Well, the great, the great thing about that is he learned really quick not to trust anybody, you know, right? He executed what they talked about doing to the freaking, I mean, perfectly. And the dude behind him, you know, was all full of crap. The dude behind him was Cole Custer, who originally said he and Harrison would draft together and move to the front once the race restarts. But as soon as it did, Custer ditched Harrison and brought a train of cars behind him. The fact that he and the team and everybody were naive enough to think, right? Like looking back on it, like what the hell? You know, I should have gotten on the radio and said, no, don't do that. But again, I can't do that. That's not my place. You can't trust anyone. That doesn't make them bad people. They just don't give a damn about you. Harrison finished 20th after running in the top 10 for most of the last 20 laps. Disappointing? Yeah. But today was just a glimpse at what the future may hold. Next, Harrison's life is about to change forever. But first, support for the Burton Continuum comes from Pristine Auction. All right, Alex, I need some help. That's accurate. You do need a lot of help. But uh, what specifically should we start with? We got a narrator and a comedian over here, folks. Got jokes. Anyway, guess what? What? I'm designing a man cave, and I need to figure out what to display. Got any ideas? Well, after you proudly display your Chase Elliott flag in the center, Not true. Uh, you need some cool autograph memorabilia to go along with it. First of all, don't have a Chase Elliott flag, but I like the idea of displaying some autographed items around it. Good news. I know just the place to get some. Cool. This episode of the Burton Continuum is brought to you by our friends at Pristine Auction. I hear that Pristine Auction is the most trusted place to get autographed racing memorabilia. Absolutely. With thousands of daily auctions starting at $1, you can win authentic signed racing memorabilia at affordable prices. I saw that just last week, a Dale Earnhardt Jr. signed helmet sold for $153. Wow, are you serious? What a steal. Yeah. I can't wait to find some awesome items to display from Pristine Auction. If you want great deals like that, you can use code BURTON for $10 off your first auction one on pristineauction.com. Let's hear that code again. That's code BURTON for $10 off your first auction one on pristineauction.com. Concurrently, the Wood Brothers have announced that Harrison Burton will move up to the Cup Series in 2022, taking over the seat of the organization's famed number 21, which is currently driven by Matt DiBenedetto. So I went to Detroit to meet with um, Mr. Penske in, in the woods. We didn't talk about numbers. We didn't talk about what car. We didn't talk about what series. We didn't talk about anything. It was just, 
why do you think you're a good driver? What separates you? All that, all those kind of questions. Didn't know what I was interviewing for, but I guess it was a t- <laughs> the 21 car, and I, I uh, and and that was awesome for me because I was more or less felt like I was wanted. So I'm not saying that I didn't feel that way at Toyota, but I feel wanted here. At Ford, I feel wanted. I, I feel wanted at the Wood Brothers. I feel like that they want to just go win races. Harrison Burton is a second-generation driver and the fourth Burton to race full-time in the Cup Series. That's quite a family legacy. So it's natural he's driving for one of the deepest family legacies in NASCAR, the Wood Brothers. Just weeks before Harrison starts his dream job as a cup driver, I called him to see how things were going. What's up? What's up, man? Not much. How are you? Good, man. How you doing? I'm doing well, man. Just busy. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Yeah, I was was doing IMSA. That seemed fun. It was fun. It was different. Harrison is his usual relaxed and cheerful self and doesn't feel phased by the added pressure that comes with being a Cup Series driver. But maybe that's because the realization hasn't hit him yet. Dude, you're a Cup driver now. Like, we, yeah. we talked, like, like almost a year ago. It was like, this was all like, oh, I dream of being a Cup Series, winning that championship, you know? And now it's here. Have you fully grasped that yet? Um, No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be blunt, not really. I mean, <laughs> I haven't. Like, I just haven't. I haven't thought of it that much. And I think it's it's going to probably hit me pretty hard, you know, at the Clash and at Daytona and the first few races in the line. It's like, oh, man, yeah, we're really doing it, right? There's that feeling of, okay, I've, I've felt this before. I've felt this nervousness. I've felt this anxiety. I've been through some of the darkest days of my life because of racing and, and the best days of my life because of racing. And... Um, yeah, there's a roller coaster, and, and I'm kind of used to riding it nowadays. It's a it's the hardest challenge any race car driver is ever going to have. You know, there's definitely more consequences for not performing well at the cup level as well. And you know, the developmental years are still here, but they're kind of gone. Like you got to perform too. And if Harrison doesn't perform, fans will let him know. When he was first announced as the new driver of the number 21 car, some social media critics said he didn't deserve it and that Jeff was the reason he got the ride. Like everybody has this notion of that you, you know, you're handed this 21 car, you know, you haven't worked on it. But when you see that, how does that make you feel? It doesn't bother me because um, I know it's not true. I've had you know, I've had a really fortunate life and I'll never say that I've had it hard. Um, there's some perspective there that's definitely true and, and I'm not afraid to admit that. But also on the other hand, I know that I've worked my tail end off to, to be where I'm at. And, you know, I've gotten my opportunities the same ways as all my teammates. Uh, when I see that, you know, stuff like, oh, his dad bought that ride for him or something like this, it's not true. Like it, my dad doesn't, <laughs> trust me, that's not the case. I think for Harrison, Harrison's a good, clean race car driver, but I think those guys in Cup 
um, will take advantage of Harrison if he lets him. Jeb knows what Harrison is going through. He was a Cup Series rookie in 2015. When people push him around, he needs to push back. That would be the best advice I could I could give him is don't let those guys run over you because they knock you out of the way and you don't do anything about it. They're going to continue to do it. Harrison knows where he'll be racing in 2022. As for Jeb, he knows where he won't be racing. Yeah, and a, a terrible week for Jeb. It was announced that uh, the sponsor, Nutrient Ag, is not going to come back, and that leaves Jeb not knowing what his future looks like. He loves being at college. He's worked so hard to get this opportunity. He's done a nice job this year, but now it's a heartbreaking few days for Jeb. So I got the full-time deal at college, and that was that was great. Um, I just didn't have the success that I was hoping hoping to have. The, the ultimate decision of why I wasn't back was the sponsor pulled out. They had some management change, and when that happened, it put me on the outside looking in, and somebody else had a pile of money and they got the ride. Um, that's the brutal, honest truth. It was just about money. What were your feelings when that essentially happened again? It was just like, man, it's just another day, you know? I mean, how many times is it gonna happen? Kind of was heartbreaking when I learned we wasn't gonna be with them again. Um, put a lot of time and effort into making that relationship grow. and. I think that was the last thing they wanted as well for, for me to leave the race team I was at and the race team to lose the partnership and me. So it was just as bad for the team as it was for me, but the difference for the team versus me, they just got another guy with money in and I was down the highway. That highway had 10 races left for Jeb in that 10 car. Then he didn't know what exit he would take. An O2 familiar feeling for him. Over the last several seasons, it's been the same. You know, it's been every season he gets to the end of the year and he doesn't quite know what he has. And he was so excited about this opportunity. He's done a great job for these guys at calling. And uh, you just hate to see this. It's uh, very unfortunate, but he's a resilient young man. He will he'll bounce back. October 9th, 2021, Charlotte, North Carolina. The final playoff race in the round of 12 in the Xfinity Series playoffs. Starting in the eighth position and eighth in the playoff standings, driving the number 20 DEX Imaging Toyota from Huntersville, North Carolina, Harrison Burton. Harrison Burton sits eighth in the point standings the final spot eligible to move on to the next round. His only threat is Cousin Jeb, who's ninth, just eight points behind. And they're starting seventh and eighth for this race. How bad do you want it? I want it bad. How bad do you want it? I want it bad. How bad do you want it? I want it bad. How bad do you want it? I want it bad. 
Elimination race from the Charlotte Roval, underway for the Xfinity Series. The 20 of Harrison, he gets checked up. Noah's like, you're going way too slow. Jam on the bottom. He made it three wide. Really, the two that are fighting out for that last spot in the eight are Harrison Burton and Jeb Burton. For Jeb Burton here, he has been lockstep with Harrison Burton, racing each other so closely, and they finished one spot apart in stage one. As the laps wind down, Harrison's lead on Jeb for eighth grows, and Jeb becomes more desperate, driving harder with each turn he approaches and each lap he completes. And once again, the Burtons are together. And they've said this before, you know what? It always seems like we end up racing near each other. And just behind these guys, Jeb Burton in eighth place has company behind him. He's losing one spot for the 54 car of Gibbs. And Sam Mayer close behind Jeb. That's gonna move Jeb outside the top 10 and out of stage points. But you also have to think about the situation Jeb Burton is in. He thinks his career is on the line with every race he runs because he doesn't have anything on the schedule for next year. So every turn, every position is very important to him. Oh, Jeb's in the wall! He was on the outside of Harrison trying to take that spot, how important that one position could be. Battle right here between Harris and Burton. Ty Gibbs of contact between the Joe Gibbs racing drivers. One trying to make the playoffs. Harrison Burton got into the wall there as Ty Gibbs was fighting for the spot coming out. The final lap. Jeb needs eight points to pass Harrison. They're wrecking on the front stretch again. A fight for position between the Burtons. Who is the final car to advance? It looks like it will be Harrison Burton. Finishing close enough to Jeff Burton, he's above the cut line. After the race, Jeb is standing on pit road talking to media with a dejected look on his face. We were right beside each other all day. I mean, the only way it was gonna happen is I just wrecked him. Um, I got a little bit more respect for him than that. And he races me clean, and I race him clean. Could have been some other guys. Maybe I would have just dumped him, but uh, I wouldn't have done that to him. Um, it is what it is, and uh, it was a better car today. And, uh, he outran us all day, and I just beat him at the end by a couple spots. It just wasn't enough. So The strategy was to beat him in the first two stages mm -hmm. and, and create that gap, mm -hmm. and then from whatever happened there, we could just be conservative. Yeah. So, um, we accomplished that, and we're on to the next round. Did you throw a block on Jeb at one point on a restart? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. He tried to go three wide, and uh, he tried to, like, peek before the line. Mm. So I was like, oh, I know he's doing it. So <laughs> yeah. I, I blocked, and uh, we got we got together a little bit, and that's racing. Jeb and Harrison both have enough talent. If they're the same driver, three years from now that they are today, they won't have a job. Harrison advanced to the round of eight, but that's as far as he got. He was eliminated from playoffs contention three weeks later at Martinsville.
after a 20th place finish and a crash the week before. Now he's through the middle of the contact. Harrison up into the wall hard. Burton into the wall, the nine of Noah Gregson collected as well. Jeb was eliminated from the playoffs after Charlotte. And those final four races weren't too kind to him either. Gave a shot to oh, we got a big Lord. crash on the turn two. Jeb Burton is involved. Mike Lynette. Riley Hurts. Huge disappointment for Jeb. Jeb loves this racetrack. I remember watching Jeb run his first truck race here. He was so fast. He and Ron Hornaday ended up getting into it. But he had so much speed. Loves this racetrack. December 16th, 2021, Charlotte, North Carolina. Check, check. Hello, everyone. Well, thank you all for joining us here at the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Uh, the big news today, as you'll see some familiar faces here, our motorsports is expanding and will compete with three full-time teams in the Xfinity Series in 2022. Jeb Burton joins the team and will work with crew chief Chad Walters. And finally, you know, I met with Chris Hour a couple months ago and, and I learned right away that he's a racer and uh, wants to do the right things to grow our motorsports and that's what excited me and um, this is a, a two-year deal for me and I've never had that. These next two years, if I can do what I think we can do in the next two years and build this place, it'll be the best opportunity I've ever had. Jeb is joining our motorsports and competing full-time in the Xfinity Series in 2022. And for once, Jeb was being hunted, not chasing after a team. But Jeb's expectations this year are different, and his focus is more long-term growth than short-term success. You know, I want to race for the next 10 to 15 years. That's what I want to do and the only way I'm going to be able to do that is have success on and off the track building partners and winning races just winning I don't think will fix everything you got to have you got to have money behind you my goal is to make the playoffs and win a race this year and if we can do that it's a great year that's my goal is to make that happen and, and to get that done so this time next year we're building to go try to win a championship Congratulations, three full-time Xfinity Series teams for our motorsports in 2022. You know, I'm just excited. Uh, it's a two-year deal, two-year opportunity to build something around me, and never really had that before, so just excited about the future. I know it's going to be tough to build something, but we can build it around me and um, grow it, and I think we can go win some races. Something, we're going to grow something special right here. We're going to make it special, but yes, we're going to win some races. Okay? Damn right. Come on, right. Come on in, man. Man. I don't care. You need <laughs> In 2021, Jeb and Harrison Burton experienced it all. The trials and tribulations of competing against family, success, heartbreak, and an uncertain future. But as we begin the 2022 season, 
both Burton cousins are embarking on new and exciting opportunities, and they continue to grow closer through competition. As for the Burton legacy, well, that's continuing to be written every day. Because with every race that passes is another chapter. Some may seem more significant than others, but they're all part of the journey. And while Jeb's journey is different from Harrison's and Jeff's was different from Ward's, one thing always remained the same. The nameplate on the back of the windshield. Burton. The Burton Continuum is a production of Dirty Mo Media. This show is produced and narrated by Alex Timms. Executive producer, Mike Davis. Assistant producer, Jason Schultz. Audio master by Matthew Dillner. Artwork by Sean Sen. Audio engineering by Joe Radler. You can follow us on all social media platforms at Dirty Mo Media. You can find all episodes of The Burden Continuum and other original content at DirtyMoMedia.com. Broadcast audio is credited to Fox, NBC, MRN, PRN, and CBS. Check out Dirty Mo Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram.